Hey everyone, and welcome back to Millennial Mind. I'm so excited to tell you that I've got a new summer series with a very special guest and one that you all loved when she came on my podcast. Every week, I'm trying to make this podcast better for you, and I only ask for one small, tiny little favor from all of you, which is to press the subscribe or follow button wherever you're watching this. I'm so excited to introduce you to this very special series, so let's get into it. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place, for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast onto Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Shivani. Rona. Welcome to another episode of Thursday Thoughts on Millennial Mind. I love doing that introduction because I'm literally a guest here and I'm not a permanent resident. However, this topic today is something that I think a lot of people are going to relate to. I know that we've had conversations and it's about infidelity and relationships as a whole, but mainly about that and whether infidelity is okay or not okay. It's absolutely not okay. We're not debating that. Come on. I would have to disagree with you now. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so here we go. First of all, I want to ask you a question. I think that you're making this a very black and white issue. Sorry. By the way, caveat to our audience, when we've been having our debates, we're not necessarily representing our own thoughts, but we're trying to give a measured argument and a fair debate to both sides because we do believe that both sides exist. Have, exist exactly. Yeah, but just, just before I just continue this conversation with you, are you saying you actually genuinely you don't believe that infidelity is wrong? I think that it's not a black and white issue and I'm going to tell you why. So infidelity is obviously classified as somebody cheating on their partner, right? But again, the definition is actually extremely broad. What is considered to be dishonest or cheating? Is it engaging in text messages with someone else? Is it flirting on a night out? Is it sliding into someone's DMs? Is it entertaining someone that slid into your DMs? Or is it the physical act of kissing, intercourse? There's so many different levels. And actually, when you start to boil it down, people have different versions of the the different versions of what what it actually is so I think it's a very complex subject and you can't actually just say yeah you know somebody cheats it's right or it's wrong well it's wrong but But I think what you're trying to say is what part of that is wrong because some of it can be hazy right I find this so funny that you're debating this side because you're like very much about loyalty I know and as a person if I was like this I like this girl called um Roni and she's Egyptian and she has copper hair you'd be like who the hell is that are you friends with her <laughs> listen loyalty 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 is one thing but I think the one thing about me is that I have 
real empathy for almost every human being like even you know when we've talked about other things like people that have been perceived to have done bad things mm. I'm always like there is a reason why that's happened I agree. and I think that when it comes to cheating it's actually a hugely complex subject now the reason why I was really interested in it is because I came across somebody called Esther Perel. P.S. Get her on your podcast if you can oh, ever. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. And she basically did a TED talk that went super viral. Viral? It went super viral and it was called Rethinking Infidelity. And she talks about how, so she's French, classic, you know, the French like love to talk about that stuff. But basically what was really important about what she said is that in the past, people used to cheat because they weren't with their chosen lover. So for example, if you had a partner, it was usually for financial reasons. So you used to get married because the families or they like trade you in for the cows, probably camels in Egypt, you know, that kind of thing. And essentially, you would end up eloping with somebody that you had true feelings for. But now in our, in our day and age, mostly you can marry, you can choose who you marry, right. yet people choose to cheat. She also then goes on to talk about her clients. And when she talks about her own clients slash patients, she basically says that 90% of them say that they never actually regret the act of cheating when they've done it, but they regret the other person finding out and getting hurt. You're lying. Yeah. So it's really interesting, the psychology of it. And she goes into it and she talks about how certain people did things. So she talks about this, actually this... Um, a woman called Priya who was one of her patients and she was like always kind of the well-behaved Indian girl did everything her family wanted her to do mm -hmm. you know conformed to absolutely everything and you know had a child and then randomly one day she starts having an affair with like the builder like covered in tattoos yeah it's a like crazy how old was she? she oh I don't know I think I mean they don't she doesn't stipulate her age but okay. the point is is I'm like 16 year old yeah. like, what um and I think the thing is is what she's saying is that it's also like the childhood that she never lived do you right. see what I mean well yeah I get that I think I listened to this podcast I can't remember her name she was a sex therapist with Stephen Bartlett and she said women actually cheat more than men and that's no what, yes yes weirdly married women sorry I think it was cheat more than men I maybe I should I maybe I should fact check this but I think from memory married Do you want men. to fact check it or are you, are you fine with well, this? Well, I'm not going to listen to the podcast fine, right okay, now. Cool, yeah. But I think what she said is married men... Chat GBT, I'm going to check it. Go on. <laughs> no, now I'm getting confused. Married women cheat more than men. Married men or men in general? I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyway, the point was, and what I'm trying to get from that, women generally like to have a lot of excitement into their lives. So what she said in that podcast is if you tell a man you will have intercourse with your wife in the same way with the same person three times a week for the rest of your life, men will be happy with it. Tell a woman that, she doesn't like it. She likes excitement. She likes new things. She likes to try different things. And that was really interesting, actually really similar to what you sent me about the ADHD meme the other day, is that men like routine, but women don't. They think they like routine, but actually they don't. Disagree. They here we go again. Really? See, I'm someone who likes routine, but then I get bored when I get have routine. So, so interesting again, because I'm going to reference Esther Perel a lot, because as I said, she's somebody that's an absolute expert in this field. But she, for example, goes on to say that it is the excitement that keeps people going. So, for example... Of the affair. It's the secrecy. Yes, yeah, the secrecy. that's what I just said. Yeah, it but yeah, it, it is the secrecy, but you, but she relates them more to men, actually. And okay. she's biologically... Um, women actually prefer to be with one person because there's a degree of stability and they, you know, they're looking for that person. They're looking for that person to be the father of and have that family with. Whereas biologically in cavemen days, 
um, men were used to having multiple partners. You know, okay. that's the way that they were. And they were used to having, and you know, like you could have a village where literally the man would be the father of multiple children and the women would just have that one guy. Do you yeah. see what I mean? So it yeah. kind of makes sense that, in yeah. that sense. However, having said that, obviously in our modern day and age, you know, women understand that they have needs. They're very much empowered in the decisions that they make. And I think that, Actually, if I had a partner that cheated, I have had a partner that's cheated, but we won't go into that. But if I had one, I think that maybe it's easier said than done, but I think that I would not necessarily say it's okay and whatever, but for me, I think it wouldn't be black and white. Like until I'm in that situation, I think Mm -hmm. I'd have to really understand because I said people cheat for multiple reasons. It doesn't necessarily mean that if you're cheating that you do not love the person that you're cheating on. Rona... 100% 100% are you high <laughs> literally so, okay actually actually okay think actually, about that actually, statement actually sorry I do agree with you there because I do think you can love more than one person just want to say I only love my boyfriend if he's watching this I just want to specify that but I do think you can only love I think you can love more than one person I do understand how people do now I have a very strict take on this because I've seen it happen I know so many people that cheat in their relationships do you actually do you have friends many people actual friends in your immediate circle I'm not gonna say I know loads of people that cheat and I know those people that have cheated and I also think that it's very normal for some people because they are almost living in a world where they are going by your motto of but I love that person I just you know, want to have fun with someone else. But I don't think it's like that because some people, it's not about fun. So for example, going back to that, I have witnessed people cheat on their partner because they're wildly insecure and they need validation or they perhaps felt that their needs weren't fulfilled in their relationship at that time. One of my best friends cheated on her partner that would loved her a lot, but she felt that she actually wasn't being satisfied in the relationship sexually um, and she ended up cheating. I had she the felt, conversation. She, she felt horrific about it, but Again, you know, Shivani, again, we're making it black and white. Like, we don't live in a perfect world. And it's okay. Like, they broke up in the end. He never found out. But she knew ultimately. Yeah, he never found out. She knew ultimately that it was, you know, that what she had done was obviously going to hurt him. They broke up in the end. And, you know, she's been working on her stuff recently. Now, having said that, the one thing for me, I do think, and again, this is a bit controversial, I think once you've crossed that boundary or you've crossed that it's really easy to do it again like, of course it is so like oh 100 if i cheated once i would 100 continue to cheat you're correct but I, I say it's like it's like you know when people take the plunge right for example and try drugs right as you know i'm 100 you know i'm teetotal right so i'm kind of i'm scared of it in a way because i'm mm. like i i don't want to do it because yeah. but i also it's, it's the unknown so i just don't do it yeah but i i assume that if you do something like that well, and of course on again. some level it's going to give you an endorphin hit right because you're acting on your your impulse you yeah. know um I, yeah, that's sort of like one thing, but I feel like you're bursting to tell me something else, so go on. I could never, ever, ever not tell someone if I cheated on them. But this is the thing, I think... I think that is so wrong. I think this is the thing, right? What do you think, actually? Because it's going to end up hurting that person. I have to be with them again. Okay, listen, honestly, I'm one of those people that if I stole your milk out of your fridge, I'd feel so guilty if I didn't tell you. So I'm one of those people that I have such a deep sense of consciousness. And it was Mm. so funny because someone was saying to me the other day, Rona, you are really rare. Because I was explaining how I get... I was like talking to my therapist about it. I was saying that I get really hurt because... 
I always assume that people act honestly all the time. I mm. always assume. Mm -hmm. And do you know why? Because I literally just act honestly all mm. the time. And it's really scarred me in the last few weeks because actually I found out so many people don't behave honestly. So many mm. people behave in a way that, you know, I wasn't brought up like that. I was literally brought up with such a strong value system by my parents. I have a really like innate sense of like what's wrong or right essentially anyways so the point is if I did something like that like have I ever felt felt tempted yeah have I ever fancied other people we're human beings I think that it's Agreed. like I think that you know that can happen as you said it's totally normal for people to find other people attractive this is the problem though we are taught that when you find the one correct first of all you just know People say that, which I think is honestly just so annoying when people say that. You'll just know everything will be different. You only love them. You only fancy them. You've only got eyes for them. That's not true. Do you know It's what? absolutely bizarre to think that there's one person in the entire universe for you. And guess what? They probably live 10 minutes away from you or 20 minutes away from you. You know what? Like, it's impossible. So... It's really interesting because I also had a love coach. So I feel like, okay, so I'm obviously a 90s kid. You know, mm -hmm. you're younger than me, I always say I'm this. In, I'm in my 90s. And uh, I mean, I was born in the 90s. Yeah, honey pie. I was already like five in the 90s. Not <laughs> your 90s kid. What am I I'm then? 1987. I don't know. Are you 2000s? Whatever they're called, the noughties. No, I was born in 1993. Yeah, exactly, hon. I'm literally 1987. So I was like already six, okay? <laughs> Why are you always in this comp? You like love saying you're old. I'm like, I, I'm a very weird listen, person. Listen, listen, listen. You're the only person I know that like loves saying that they're old. Listen, listen. Listen, I'm not old, but I'm exactly. But I feel that there was such a <laughs> shut up. I feel like there's such a toxic narrative because I literally grew up with Disney. Like my mom was like, "Here you go, we're gonna put on like Cinderella, Aladdin, and Sleeping Beauty." And every single one, there was a Disney princess that got saved. Not only fell in love with, got saved, got saved by Prince Charming and the most incredibly good-looking, perfect, wonderful man. And she just all she had to do was turn heads when she walked into a room. <laughs> that was her job. You know, I never watched any, and of it that. was exactly, exactly, never. exactly. Was but boys with three boys. I, I don't think I've ever seen. But the Cinderella. thing is, this is such a toxic narrative because honestly, Shivani, it made me think. Number one, as a little girl, and growing up, it went all the way into university that that's going to happen. And I was really focused at school. You know, we hang out with boys and all that stuff. But I was really focused on getting into dental school. I socialized and stuff like that. And I was like, it's going to happen in university. I'm going to walk in a room. The hottest guy at university is just going to fall in love with me because I exist. And then that's it. And then I'm going to get married by the time I'm 27 I'm gonna have all my babies by the time I'm 30 I'm 36 now and I've got frozen eggs <laughs> but an amazing partner now the point is it was so toxic and I had to do so much work on it I had a love coach that I worked with for many years no that's a lie I worked with her for a year she's incredible why did you have a love coach I had a love coach because I was so confused by toxic narrative that was in the media and stuff that I was seeing online and I was like I also get anxiety and I was right. like is it, is it my gut or is it just anxiety? Because it's just churning in there and I'm not sure what that is. And it, I listened to a few of her podcasts and I was like, oh my God, I resonate with everything. She had something, she was called the anxious love coach. Okay. And she talked about like her own situations and how, you know, whenever she was like in healthy relationships, she questioned things, but, you know, talked about her own traumas and stuff. So anyways, I started working with her for a year. My point of what I'm going to say is, is that you said... I talked about I said why do people say you know when you know like what does that mean mm. and she literally said to me when people say you know when you know it means I am comfortable with the decision I am making at this time right that's all it means so no one actually knows in fact three people that said you know when you know are now divorced from my university and I remember them specifically wow. saying that everyone is getting divorced now as well and look actually I want to go back to the kind of basic thing where we've talked about cheating okay 
So there's multiple types of cheating, I think. And I think that you know when you meet someone and you fancy them and they fancy you. Do you agree? Agree. A hundred percent. And it happens. It happens all Even the time. when you're in a relationship. All the time you can walk into a room and there can be chemistry between you and Bob. We're just going to talk about Bob. <laughs> We're both heterosexual, so I'm going to talk about Bob. Yeah. There's been times I've walked into a room, I've met someone like Bob, and we have chemistry. And then Bob has said, it'd be really great to meet up for coffee. And in that moment, I have two choices. To go or not to go. To go or to not to go. Now, you'll speak to someone and they'll say, oh, it's so innocent, you know. But you in your heart know that you have chemistry with this guy. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you should go. And I wouldn't go. So I think that, again, like in a way that could be deemed as emotional cheating. But also at the same time, you might argue and say, oh, actually, I'm going to go for this coffee because I'm really confused right now. I don't know, like, what this means. Does this mean something? Is this universe? But listen, then you go for the coffee and then you're like, you know what? Actually, there's absolutely nothing there and I'm so glad. Why are you checking? out the options though but it's not about checking out the options you are because you're seeing if there's something there no, I think that's really but I bad think, but then you might go back to your relationship and be like am I questioning my relationships but actually you might think no I'm not I understand like, at the end of the, the day intention, Rona, no. the intention Rona the intention is 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 not right if your intention is to go and be like do I do I do I want to see where this kid might go well listen that's Esther, wrong so listen again with Esther Perel top psychologist as I'm going to keep bringing her up <laughs> She also said that of those couples where the partner found out and chose to forgive, which wasn't easy because it didn't happen often, a lot of the times, most of the time, those couples came back stronger and it actually made them address the issues in their relationship that would have caused a partner to cheat. Now, I think, of course, there's exceptions. You know, you've got some narcissistic people out there that are serial cheaters and serial hearses. But I think the main thing that we're talking about and that we have in common here is intent. Exactly. We're talking about intent, right? Exactly. And I think that if you cheat and it shocks you because you, as I said, don't feel fulfilled in some way or you've got some kind of trauma or anything like that, I think that we have to give people grace and be like okay you've done that you've messed up but you know if they have the opportunity to grow and learn and not do that again I think that is actually okay that's something that can be forgived however if you've got somebody that continuously does it continuously intentionally hurts a human being then of course I'm like bye you know that's somebody that's got you know psychological issues I'm not sure I think that when okay I'm a very open person, as you know, right? So when I go into a relationship, I kind of talk around these things of, you know, if there's something that upsets you, you let me know. If there's something that you're not, you're missing, I'd rather you let me know. And I'm actually very open about it. Like when there has been things that are missing or I'm unhappy about, I will talk about them. Now, I'm not saying we live in a perfect world and everyone should be able to. I do think emotional cheating is a lot harder for me to forgive though. Than physical? Physical for me is that's literally someone, someone doing the drunk, act if someone was drunk and they kissed someone slept with someone I'm, I'm going by stages yeah if someone was drunk and they kissed someone I think I would it depends how drunk they were it depends if they remember it or not I'm not sure but if they slept with someone that's actually like a physical act that you have to be like conscious in your mind and I remember this my ex-boyfriend saying this to me at the time actually and said but some people get so drunk they don't actually remember what they do yeah what well, I can't rem- I can't believe that but I feel my ex-boyfriend said this to me he said even if you're you're so drunk you don't remember it the next day in that moment you know what you're doing in that moment you know you have a girlfriend does that make sense? I don't know because I've never, I've oh god, I've yeah, never, yeah, 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 yeah. I've no. never been in that situation, but I've heard like I do know some people that get so wasted, trash. They don't like have yeah. any memory. I don't. Ha- I've never really had that, but I do think that you know in that moment that you're 
you know what you're doing is doing something wrong. And I think the emotional, the emotional cheating, that would upset me the most because I think the thing that I value in a relationship so much is like friendship and like truth and alignment. And when I've found out that people have lied to me, that's upset me more than anything. Yeah. So you feel- and I feel more hurt by that. Even when a friend has lied to me, I felt more upset by that than I think I would if someone was like, I drunkenly kissed someone. Mm. I mean, I just don't know how I'd react. I remember actually one of my boyfriends did cheat on me. It's quite a funny story, actually. I knew he was going to cheat. I said it before. I was like, this guy is just, we were in school. We were very young. And I was like, he's obviously going to cheat. And I also like saw pictures of him at uni with this other girl. It's like, oh, there's such inappropriate photos. He's obviously going to cheat. Came to my uni, drove to me and was like, I cheated. And I was like, bloody hell, shock, horror. I forgave him. And then three days later, I remember distinctively sitting in a lecture hall and looking at the lecture and thinking, what am I doing? Why would I be with you? Mm. And then I called it off and it was done. And, you know, that was it. It wasn't like a traumatic thing for me. But I do think that when you're younger, I mean, you, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter, does it? When you're older, Rona, and you're married and you have children, if you but cheat... people do it all the time. But this is my point, and this goes on to my next point, is some people are actually okay with having an open relationship like that, where they don't see it as cheating, they just see it as, look, we don't believe in monogamy, we're not going to be with one person for the rest of our life, and I don't mind my partner going out with other people. And I think, do you really think we should be with one person for the rest of our lives. Well, let's back up a little bit here. So actually, um, it found, again, Esther Perel found out, I keep referencing her here, she should definitely come on your podcast. Yeah. Um, she found out as well that even in open relationships, there's a degree of deceit. And it's, although it's an open relationship, but ultimately there is still that thing going on, which which feels like that people on some level feel like you don't, you can't be completely free. So like within that open relationship, there's that degree of like jealousy and this and that. So it's really interesting. Um, my, um, I know several people that have tried open relationships. Now they've said that it hasn't, they thought it would work in practice and doesn't actually work. And I think it's because ultimately they do get attached to one person. Um, really? And yeah, okay. and some of them that have worked, they actually just don't even want to know about it. Like there's a sort of like agreement. And actually somebody that's a really good friend of mine, he was in an open relationship with someone for many years and they kept going back to each other and then eventually she's like you know I kind of want a kids and family so like I'm kind of out of this whole thing and he actually decided to commit to commit to her right so I think it's a hugely complex thing and again like I don't think it's for me just because I am I'm actually not a jealous person at all, but I just think I couldn't be bothered. Like, honestly, I'm so I'm tired. I'm so jealous. I hate to be in an open relationship. Can I just say, it also, kill me. but also, like, for us, Shivani, let's be honest, a monogamous relationship is really time efficient. <laughs> like, we don't have time to literally be, you know, it's so Why would I even find someone? I never go anywhere. Yeah, I don't also, know where I would find someone it's so, it's in so, the studio. Imagine having to text multiple people. Like, we're so time efficient. Do you no, know no, what no, I mean? No, no. You know? But on that, I had a point. What was I going to say? Oh, no, we were talking about... <gasps> this is what I wanted to tell you. Yeah. Okay, open relationships. Have you watched that program on Channel 4 called The Swingers? No. So funny. So... Shall I, I watch it? I stay with my friend, Vicky, mm. in London when she was staying in this hotel. 11 o'clock at night, we're just chatting at the TV one in the background. The Swingers comes on. And it's a program of these married couples. Hotel, I don't know where it is. And there's just a room where everyone just has sex with each other. Mm. And then it's really interesting in that because, I don't mean to laugh, it's really interesting in that because there's couples who are like, 
they don't want to be with me, so then I feel really rubbish. This girl doesn't want to sleep with me. She's telling her husband, like, I'm so sad. This girl don't want to sleep with me. And now I feel really, like, body conscious. And you know how you just said that there's so many layers of complexity? It's not just about being in an open relationship. It's actually, then you have that added relationship pressure of, mm. oh, my God, this person doesn't like me, and this person doesn't like me, and this couple doesn't like us together. And so I'll do my own thing with this person. And you, it's very, very, very strange. So... But I couldn't do it. I, I, I wish think, I wish I could be open-minded. So it's really, it's, this is actually going to make you laugh so much. I met, I went to my friend's wedding in France, like the most extravagant, beautiful wedding last year. And there was this one of her guests there and he was taking loads of photos and he was really obsessed with taking photos of me. But then my boyfriend had a bit of a man crush on him because he was like dressed really nicely. No, don't worry, it's not going in the direction that you think. I was like, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so anyways, they were like having a bit of a bond. Anyways, the dude then like follows me on Instagram, the photographer guest person and I was like okay cool and then he was like oh I took these photos like yeah okay cool and then he kept like inviting me to like his parties and I was like this is so weird anyway then he randomly was like oh you should come to Venice yada yada I was going to Venice festival anyways because my friend Sarita is from Venetian and she invited us to Venice festival her husband my boyfriend Mm -hmm. and my girlfriend I went to this hotel, then we went to this amazing, we ended up like going to some, getting invited to the after party in the hotel. Venice Festival is literally like Eyes Wide Church. You know that film with Nicole Kidman? Yeah. It's all the masks. It's all like amazing. So anyways, the point is, is that all of a sudden we realized things were turning like really like weird weird and all of a sudden we were like oh my god this is like an orgy party and it's like they were all like going onto the rooms anyways he obviously thought I was into that and he still messages me all the time I'm like hello I'm literally like so block him yeah well he's friends with all my friends sort of but anyways it's really funny because he has a wife right so him and his wife organize these parties together and they have kids anyway what the point is each to their own right each to their own own. but I think the thing is in my view I just think it's not a black and white issue I think that people People are complex. I think people cheat for a number of reasons. I think we've both agreed it's intent. No, and, and people cheat for a number of reasons, of course. But where's the bloody line? Yeah, have boundaries. State your yeah, problems. Listen, let them say work, what you're unhappy let them, with. Let them work through it because maybe they need to work through it. As in, like maybe it will make. Would you forgive your boyfriend if she's on you? I think it depends on the circumstances. Oh, Ron, I'm so stressed. I've just been so busy, and you've been at work all the time. So I cheated on you. Forgive him. Babes, it doesn't work like that. Why not? Would you forgive it? I'm asking you a question. It's a yes or no answer. I I think that I would probably walk away, but I think that if he... I would walk away initially, but I think that it would all depend on how he behaves afterwards. What the... I want to know what the circumstances were. Like, You work work too hard. You're never going to change that. Okay, so bye. Okay. But that's different. Okay, okay. So if he said, said to me... I feel like you've not, I feel like you've been neglecting me. I feel like you've not, like, that we haven't, like, been fulfilled in our relationship. I feel like I've been really lost. I feel like this... He hasn't communicated that to you and you've been, and you've been on holidays and nothing has been said. Yeah. You'd be okay with that? It, I have to be in a situation, Shivani. But what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to rule it out. I have to be in a situation. See? She's always trying to... No, no, See? no, no. <laughs> I have to be in a situation. And also, by the by, we're not going to mention any names. We know lots of couples on social media, very open couples. And infidelity has been a thing in their yeah. relationship. And it's really goddamn sad because they have such a public profile. Yeah. And people scrutinise. First of all, it's really sad because people blame the woman. Some people are like, yeah. she must not be do- giving him 
sex. She yeah. must not be doing this. She must be not doing that. And I'm like, hate that. Number two, um, they are like, why hasn't she left him? Why hasn't she left him? Yeah, Again, that's really sad. Yeah, I, but babe, it's not black and white. Like, yeah, maybe. I agree. I think that's sad that people make that decision for that person. What I'm saying is that I think for me personally... You have to communicate those issues. If I don't solve them, then fair enough if you do an act and kind of show me that you're really serious about it. Does that make sense? Mm. So if someone said to me, I'm really unhappy in our relationship. You're never there for me. You're always working. You're always busy. We don't do this. We don't do that. And then I continue to do those things and then they cheat. I think I would be understanding. I don't think I'd be understanding if my partner just randomly out of the blue cheated on me and then said, you know, it's just because you're so... Totally. Uh, if, if, I'm just like, you're gaslighting me. Like yeah, you're blaming me totally, for the but situation. That's what, but that's why I'm saying it's all like circumstantial. And exactly. again, if we if we go into those couples as well that like, you know, as I said, public couples that choose to forgive their partners for whatever reason, like we can't bear judgment on that. We're not in that I don't situation. Think, I don't think it's bad if you forgive your partner, by the way. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that. I but you did say cheating was unacceptable. So you're basically saying that. I, I didn't say. I said cheating was wrong if you don't communicate. And I stand by that. I think that if you don't communicate and you randomly cheat, I think it's unacceptable. I, think I don't that think you're, it's but you're also making the assumption that everyone has communication abilities. Okay, I'm making the assumption that everyone has a mouth and two eyes. That's ridiculous. I hate it when people say yeah, that. Listen, listen, listen. No! Listen, no! Listen, there's no. nuances. There is nuances. You have to have a nuanced way of thinking. What do I mean by that? You can still love your partner and you can still cheat. I agree with you, but I think communication is very important. And for me personally, I communicate in my relationship. So if someone cheated on me and they didn't communicate that they were unhappy about something before they cheated, I think it's bullshit. I think it's a scam to just be like, oh, sorry, I was in Mechanoth and I cheated on you. Because yeah, but also it's like, uh, but talking about that Priya girl that she was talking about um, last time, you know, during is like she had been really, really she wrapped married. up. Yeah, but she was wrapped up in cotton wool. Oh, she was married. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was yeah, she was wrapped. Like in, she was wrapped up in cotton wool. She'd never been exposed to really anything. She just communicate everything. with your parents. I don't want to have an arranged marriage. No, but she didn't know any better, and it wasn't an arranged marriage. So she just lived on. And then she suddenly opened her eyes and was like, "Oh, what's this?" Do you know? What no, I, mean? I like, do understand. Sorry, so, I'm just joking. So, I, so, I do understand. Hashtag not joking. Um, so, no, 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 I am joking on that. Okay. I do understand. I think like if you're forced to get married, or if you're not forced to get married, you don't happen in a relationship and you can't communicate because your husband's a narcissist and abusive. I do get all of those things. I'm just saying for me, personally, if someone were to cheat on me, I'd be very, very, very... I find it very difficult to forgive them. Oh, no, and I completely understand that. Oh, do you? I do completely understand that, but again, I think I, I think again we should stop bearing judgment on those that those that choose to stay. You know, I don't. Past, I, I don't know. Past, Rona, you know I don't what, know. You know, you know what? In the past, in our parents' generation, and you can ask your mum this: if someone cheated oh, on you, you would be judged if you left because divorce, 100%. divorce had such a stigma. Nowadays, listen, because it's what you're, you're saying. If you stay judged if you stay but I do think this is why I'll always be financially independent and will never me too never well, ever, that, that ever give echo. up work yeah, because I, mean, I think that the problem is, is people that feel like I can't go out get out exactly that's why I think that because I do think that like I said it's very normal also you have to remember that nowadays we meet people so easily Instagram swipe holidays swipe apps walking to work members clubs gyms like it's very very easy to, to get distracted someone very easy to get distracted you have to have that discipline in your mind and I actually don't find it difficult like I actually have a very very good relationship with my boyfriend Me so too. I can't say that I get distracted very easily if I'm completely honest but I do think and I think that comes with like age I think when I was younger I definitely was a bit more distracted maybe because I didn't really like the people but you literally with. live eat and breathe your podcast now <laughs> like literally I don't go anywhere yeah. so. um I think that 
it is though much harder for people when they're unhappy in a relationship, let's say, and they're not being recognized, they're not feeling love, they're not with someone who they trust, they're not with someone who they deeply love, to not be distracted. Yeah. And it is so easy to be tempted. And I've known people that have emotionally cheated, if I'm honest, and they're married. And they've said to their partner, but I didn't do anything wrong. And their partner's like, but the fact that you wanted to... Mm is what's more hurtful. I also think that if somebody cheats, I don't think the other person 100% ever gets over it from the experiences I've known from people because that always gives them like a pass. When you forgive someone, that they've, when you when you cheated on someone mm. and you're moving past from it, I think that you have to 100% let it go. And I think it's very difficult to do that. Yeah. I would definitely be like, well, you didn't, well, you, you stopped me, so I'll have your price. I think if you choose, if you choose to forgive someone, you really need to just leave it behind yeah, you. And I think, I think that's so. a really difficult thing because some people do like bear the grudge. But anyway, let's hope that this, you know, we don't have to be put in this position. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I, my heart. Why really not? Goes, we should be so understanding because yeah, you know there must but, be something deeper going on. But, but the thing is, no, my, my heart really goes out. As I said, you know, there's a few couples out there at the moment on Instagram that. You know, they're really, like, getting scrutiny, you know, the women for staying mm. um, or getting blamed, you know. And I think that's why I think it's a hugely complex subject because it's not that I don't think their husbands don't love them. I just think that perhaps, you know, there is something going on. Anyway, we could go Men on Men have about a different forever. perspective on that, though. Men think that I've spoken to about you can't love more than one person. Women always think you can love more than one person. Men definitely think you can love more than one person, my love. Anyway, my point is is that I think that you should communicate first before you take any action, whether that's meeting for a coffee, whether that's going for a drink, whether that's, you know, sleeping with someone, kissing someone. I really think your intention is the most important thing. If you genuinely think that you and this other person have chemistry, but you really, really, really don't want to pursue anything with that person, then I think it's fine. I have one really interesting point, actually. Somebody messaged me about my podcast and they were a really big deal. I'll tell you after who it was, okay? I think I know because I think I've been in the same situation. Go on. Okay, so no, no, I haven't told you this. But anyway, somebody messaged me. They were a really big guest and also a really well-known person. And they messaged me and they said, hey, long message when we're going to go on a date. And I said, look, I have a boyfriend. And I was with my boyfriend at the time that he messaged me. And I said to my boyfriend, shall I reply? Because it's like a huge person. And this was like a year and a half ago. He's engaged now. It's quite funny. Got engaged and married off very quickly. So clearly was just looking for a wife. He messaged and said, okay, well, um, I know you're not interested. In I said, I look, I'm with a boyfriend. I've got a boyfriend. I'm not interested in going on a date. But obviously I'd like you to come on my podcast. <laughs> he goes, okay, let me think about it. And then we had a Zoom call. And he said on the Zoom call, look, I'm just going to be completely transparent with you. I'd only want to be on your podcast so I could meet you. And so I could really get to know you. And at that point I said, look, just to be really clear, I really am not interested in you. So if your only intention is to meet me because you think that there could be a 1% chance, it's a 0% chance. It's never going to happen. So I think let's just leave it there. And we left it there and that was it. And it was fine. Nothing about it. Like you never... Never spoke podcast. to him. Never came on my podcast. Never spoke to him. Like after that conversation because his intention was very, very clear. And my boyfriend was very much like, well, yeah, say, say you've got a boyfriend, but definitely get him on your podcast because he's such a big person. And then look, that the end of it, that was the end of it. Because I was like, I don't, your intention is so clear that the only reason you're going to do my podcast is because you want to meet me. And that feels icky to me. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like I had something similar. It's probably a different person because this person's not married, engaged now. But this is a very big, big, 
person as well had messaged me but asked me to come on his podcast and youtube i know who that is <laughs> and i was like oh this is so fantastic and then it got a bit like how do you look so amazing and all this stuff and i was like this is a bit weird and is it really annoying that was blurry wasn't it yeah but it, it wasn't really, intense it, it, it wasn't it really, really clear. so like it really annoyed me because as soon as i was like i have a boyfriend Blocked. he sort of phased, phased me out like it wasn't even that and then like it was a gradual unfollow and i was like really angry because you know like the one thing is as well like i think like you like you really want that recognition because you put the bloody work, like hard work. Yeah, not in because they fancy you. Yeah, and I was so annoyed about yeah. it. And he'd also got a lot of bad press because he cheated on every girlfriend he had. P.S. I know who you're talking Anyways, about. and I was just like, ugh, that's so annoying. Yeah, that is Anyways, really annoying. But, but that's okay. my point. It's like the intention has to be very, very pure. Now, when I was going to go and meet that person, I'd already told my boyfriend. I knew that he kind of was interested in me, but I said I had a boyfriend and we said we'd explore the podcast. I knew that even if I met him, there wouldn't be 1% chance that I would ever fancy him. And so it wasn't weird for me to, let's say we did the podcast, it wouldn't have been weird. But because then he was like, the only reason I want to meet you and the only reason I'll do your podcast because I fancy you. At that point, I was like, okay, I want you to be on my podcast because you want to be on my podcast, not because you fancy me. And at that point, it's like, no, the, the, the game is over. And that's why I think intention is really important. No, I don't totally. judge people for staying. I do also think though you should know your worth. And you should understand the reason why that person cheated. If it was a sloppy kiss, if it was really drunk and they don't know what they're doing, and that's okay in terms of your boundaries, fine. But don't stay with someone because you're financially independent on them or you're emotionally independent Again. on them because you think that there's no one else in the world out there. There are always better and amazing people out there and there's like 8 billion people on this planet. Don't waste yourself on one person. Yeah, totally. But it's also when they've done the work because also there's going to be people that exactly. cheat, for example, that have come from like a father that's cheated multiple times and actually it's what they grew up with and it's the only thing that they know. Again, we have to understand that people behave in certain ways because of so many different factors. Mm. So of course, it's wonderful and amazing that you say this, but this isn't their reality and this isn't their conditioning. So if their conditioning is different, that's fine. And I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, but sometimes people are on their path and journey they have to find the right path you know whatever that means to them maybe it means an open relationship as well by the way maybe that's just right for them so I think it's a hugely complex issue and I think we are creating that shiny image like Disney like oh my god and even like these Instagram couples that kill me like we never show it we never show it you and I we're both in very healthy relationships when I... do you see us like dancing off into the sunset because <laughs> guess what you know what like I don't feel the need to do that and actually it makes other people feel like that is such a like everyday reality and I just think it's actually a very toxic narrative for sure made me completely disillusioned with like men and Agreed. dating you know I anyway. used to think couples that were like like so perfect on Instagram were perfect in real life correct it's just not true correct it's not true but anyway my take of it is take a personal responsibility yours is you'll forgive anyone so no and it's do the work do the work if you want to act if you want to act out you're acting out for a reason I'm going to do a prank on you and cheat on our friendship and let's see how you react and let's see if you're um, let's see if you're like oh so sympathetic I understand I probably would be alright okay we'll test it love you guys love you guys (laughs) 